Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. Partner Vest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security. Welcome to the Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host, Charlie Wright. Hello and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. I'm Charlie Wright and we're very pleased you've joined us today, which is January 30th, 2015. And we're pleased to have with us James Cordier of optionsellers.com. James speaks to us today from Tampa, Florida. James, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio. Charlie, thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. So, James, let's begin with some of your background and tell us about Optionsellers.com, how it got started, where it's at, etc. Terrific. My background is in investing for private investors uh, in the industry of commodities. Um, I've been doing this for over uh, two decades, and yes, my favorite movie is Trading Places. We do know how to trade orange juice and pork bellies and cocoa and such. A lot of investors who are familiar with or have heard about option selling in commodities have understood the fact that um, option trading can be a profitable venture depending upon what side of the market you're on. We didn't start out selling options. Uh, We started out um, trading futures, as most people do understand, in commodities. And what we found was the leverage and the speed of commodities was simply so rapid that it was very difficult, uh, in fact, to uh, time the market and be profitable. Over the um, 20 or so years uh, in the commodity industry, I did learn a lot about fundamentals, why the price of coffee goes up in summer, why the price of energies usually fall in winter, and I tried to utilize this knowledge in order to help my clients uh, earn money. What we did to try and slow the market down from its very rapid pace is we started trading options. As all of your listeners know, a a bullish investor would buy call options on a stock or a commodity if they thought the price was going to increase, or a bearish investor would buy put options if they thought the price on a stock or commodity was about to decrease. Um, We started doing this uh, same strategy. Uh, For example, if we thought the price of sugar was about to rally, we would buy sugar call options. I obviously expected that if we were incorrect about the direction of sugar, we probably expected our options to uh, lose money and them expire worthless. But, Charlie, what I didn't expect was that if we were correct and the price of sugar would actually rally, our call options uh, were often too far out of the money for the uh, underlying price to reach And even when we were right the market, often our options expired worthless and uh, we wound up losing money. And I thought to myself two different things. One is we have to stop buying options, and who in the heck is on the other side selling the options? And ever since then, we started discovering uh, that strategy in order to take in premium instead of pay out premium on options. 
um, our strategy started getting uh, quite familiar. Um, a lot of the uh, uh, fine financial business shows in the United States invited us on to talk about our strategy towards commodities. Our strategy can be used uh, for selling options on stocks as well. Um, in 2004, uh, McGraw-Hill heard about our strategy and asked us if we would like to write uh, a book uh, describing for investors exactly how we uh, take this approach. We did that. Um, McGraw-Hill asked us to write yet a second book a couple years later. Um, the popularity of the book grew so much that it was produced in six different languages and sold on four different continents. Um, last year, McGraw-Hill asked us to write yet our third edition on the book, uh, it's doing extremely well, and now we're here speaking to you and your fine folks. Okay. Well, James, uh, besides writing books, what kind of service do you offer? We manage uh, private uh, portfolios. What we are simply doing is taking the strategy of option selling and applying it to commodities that we've been following for over 20 years. Um, we are looking for options that are um, overpriced, in our opinion, we will put together a portfolio for uh, personal investors, and we will watch uh, the market and identify options that we should be selling. One thing that uh, a lot of uh, option traders are unfamiliar with is the fact that for those who are buying options, they expire some 82% of the time worthless, and that is the key to getting odds uh, in the investor's favor. We do the management for them, or, of course, if someone wanted to uh, read our book and learn how to do it themselves, they could certainly do that as well. And so you sell options. Do you only sell options, or do you primarily sell options? We only sell options. Um, there are several different strategies in uh, how to do this. Um, we simply take some of the most basic uh, option strategies. For example... One of your listeners, who this is certainly uh, possibly new to, um, the next time you would be interested in buying a stock, for example, let's say um, stock XYZ is trading at $25, just once, instead of uh, buying the stock at 25 instead sell the $20 put. Three things can happen to the investor. The, the stock can increase in value, and you gain by keeping the premium on your put. The stock price can go sideways and you gain by keeping the premium on your put. Or lastly, uh, the price can go down and you get to own the stock at $5 cheaper than you were initially buying it. Here's where the light goes on for option selling. And your listeners who may choose to do this, uh, as we like to say, will never want to pay retail price again you're buying at levels that uh, are much further below the market. You know, I've heard uh, people say that uh, many times, uh, and I've traded options myself, not for any clients ever, but just uh, in my own accounts, and those were equity options, not on the futures market. And what I found on equity options, James, was the fact that out those out-of-the-money puts and calls uh, didn't have enough premium to make it worth my while to do them, especially in these lower volatility markets. Is it different in the futures market? That is correct. A lot of our clients um, have been introduced to short options or option writing premium in the past. They normally were introduced to that by their broker. And what they found was that um, options 
to sell in the stock, um, individual stocks, they found that the premiums were very small and you weren't collecting a, a great deal of money. In commodity options, which of course the ones that we um, follow and participate in, um, allow an investor to be short uh, an option some 30 to 40 percent outside the money and that is why many investors who understand selling options usually use this primarily uh, trading commodities gold silver sugar those items i see because i was looking uh, online uh, just in the past couple of days looking at ibm and a couple of others and the return it just was not worth the risk of uh, buying it at almost any price <laughs> uh, to, to, to make, you know, $25 or something like that when the margin was, was many, many, many multiples of that. So you say that's different for the futures market, huh? It, it certainly is. We hear that very often um, from any investor who has traded options on stocks. They're very interested to find out that options on commodities allow you to sell premium, sometimes 20 30% out of the money, and the amount of margin required to hold that position is a small fraction of selling option premium in the stock market. I see. Well, that's that's certainly good to hear. So, uh, tell us. So let's get into. Let's lift the hood here just a little bit without getting overly technical. Do you uh, sell these options at the money, or uh, in the money, or out of the money? Always out of the money. Generally speaking. Um, there's two different type of uh, commodities that we follow. One is trading in a uh, quiet fashion uh, with very little volatility, and that is not uh, what we consider low-hanging fruit. What we often find is a commodity that's had recent uh, moves that uh, seem dramatic simply because they're being talked about so often, but maybe a 5% move in a uh, commodity like gold or oil will increase premiums both on the put or call side dramatically and after one of these rapid moves you are then able to sell premiums on options uh, far out of the money Uh, an example might be um, a a lot of uh, your listeners are i'm sure uh, familiar with the price of energy how it has fallen dramatically Um, the price of uh, commodities in general are near 12-year lows right now what i would do is i would look to um, probably pick up some commodities by going long uh, in this uh, very depressed market right now. Um, I believe the Commodity Research Bureau last week touched a 12-year low. And as most of your listeners and investors uh, understand, uh, prices don't stay down forever. Crude oil right now, for example, is trading around $48 a barrel. An investor can sell puts 15 to $20 below that level to possibly take advantage of uh, higher uh, energy prices this spring and summer. I think we all noticed that uh, gas prices are down uh, in the winter season, and lo and behold, they rally and uh, are up nearly every July, August, September. And this often is a great way to take advantage of that. Okay, and, and for what length of time do you usually sell these options? Are they you know, over the one-month period of time or three months, or what, what are they? Charlie, when we first started selling options uh, several years ago, we would sell options 60 days, 90 days in time. And what we found is we're able to sell options further out of the money using a strategy of selling options as long as six months out with the idea that uh, should the decay develop, 
and the option price decrease in value, we might certainly buy it back before its expiration day. If we were to sell an option for $1,000 and we see that it's trading at uh, just 100 a few months later, we will often close out that position for our clients to take advantage of the move in that amount of time. So we're usually looking at selling options maybe six months out, however, uh, covering them or taking profits on them much sooner than that. Okay, and and without giving us uh, any particular rate of return or returns or performance, because our compliance departments uh, really don't like that, do you have any statistics uh, that what percentage of the options that you sell actually either expire worthless or are bought back uh, at a um, at a profit and result in a profit? Let's put it that way. Certainly, it, it is uh, calculated by the Chicago Mercantile Exchange that on average, options that are bought or sold out of the money will expire worthless approximately 80% of the time. Thus, um, an option seller is certainly putting percentages uh, in his or her favor simply by using uh, that as a strategy. Um, We have been able to basically develop and have approximately the same success as that uh, percentage um, dictates. We certainly are working uh, to study options and uh, the fundamentals of different commodities in order to improve on that, but uh, basically uh, we come out uh, just about average. I see. And most option sellers, I've noticed, James, they like to uh, go out about 30 days in order to take advantage of that rapidly decreasing time value there over the last 30 days. But you don't like that, so you're not really looking on the uh, decreasing time value uh, of the option to benefit you. Charlie, that's a really interesting point. Uh, Most investors who delve into uh, option selling are very interested at the idea of selling a very short dated option with the idea that uh, in a very rapid amount of time the option will likely decay and then they keep the premium that they sold. We base our trading strategy for our clients on fundamentals of the market. In other words, we feel that um, based on fundamentals a market can't reach this level or it can't reach that level. And we would prefer to sell more time and take in more premium for the client and thus allowing the fundamental strategy to do its work. In other words, selling options with 30 days left on them, in our opinion, is very close to just getting back to the old futures market and trying to make a quick buck. We much prefer to take a much slower pace uh, in our investing and allow our strategies based on fundamentals to work. And uh, for us, Uh, that has been uh, the extreme, definitely the way to go. Well, I'm glad to hear that, and I hope that you guys weren't hurt too badly with the uh, drop in the price of oil here. Well, I'll tell you what. um, It's interesting, a funny story. I was on one of the major uh, business television shows uh, this past summer, and they had a bull and a bear. I was the bear in crude oil. And the commentary was, you know, James, why do you think the price of uh, oil is about to come down? And I talked about uh, fracking here in the United States, and I talked about uh, automobiles getting better gas mileage. And the price of oil at the time was trading uh, just under uh, $100 a barrel. I think it was around 95 or 96 And I was so bold on this television show to say that I thought oil would fall into the 80s. And I said that um, 
we're expecting a glut of oil in the fall, and you should have heard the Snickers <laughs> on the television show. Wow. So, yeah, so obviously we did have a glut. The price fell far below the 80s. However, um, we were right on the direction. Um, we do like the idea of energy prices probably bottoming out at this level. Anyone who's interested in getting information, we have um, what's called seasonal tendencies for certain commodities, and energy is certainly one of them. The price of gasoline falls in the winter practically every year, and lo and behold, when it's time to drive in June, July, and August, it's usually up, and uh, we're expecting that to happen again this year. Well, uh, for your sake, uh, I, I hope so. However, lower oil uh, for the economy is uh, certainly a good thing. James, we are way over for a break, but this has been so interesting. Uh, you've just uh, completely captivated my attention here. So let's take just a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. <laughs> According to the consulting firm Strategic Capital Allocation Group, every decade since 1900 has experienced at least one bear market, and several have experienced as many as three. So how do we protect our principal from these declines without missing the gains when prices rise? At Strategic Investor Radio, we interview asset managers with unique strategies designed to both protect and grow your investments. Investing is not rocket science. It's rocket fuel if you know how to harness it. For podcasts of our interviews, please visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. All right, let's pick it up. We only got about five minutes left with Charlie and his guest. Thank you, Paul. This is Strategic Investor Radio and octalkradio.net. We're talking with James Cordier of optionsellers.com. So, James, you guys sell options on the futures market, primarily focused on commodities. Do you do any uh, currency or any equities trading? That's a good question. A lot of our uh, new investors or prospective clients, uh, often uh, that is their first question. I have spent probably over the last uh, two decades learning more about uh, the values and fundamentals of raw commodities, foods, grains, energies, and such. And I like to take um, you know that uh, fundamental knowledge and apply it for our clients. Um, what the uh, currency rate for the euro is going to be six months from now is just about anybody's guess. And quite frankly, I'm not sure what makes the stock market always go up and down. So while those uh, you know venues are available for option selling, we have found that uh, you know utilizing our knowledge uh, for the price of uh, different commodities is much better served for um, selling options like we do. Well, you, you, you're keeping with what you know, and nobody uh, can criticize that, really, James. So do people have to come to Florida to take uh, advantage of your service? If they're in the north and it's January, I suggest they do, but otherwise <laughs> you don't have to do that. Um, any investor who is interested in gaining more information about option selling uh, through our firm or just to do it on their own can visit our website at optionsellers.com. And certainly, um, to learn uh, a whole new world of investing that might change your outlook on exactly certain strategies that investors uh, might uh, be involved with, is to read our book, uh, The Complete Guide to Option Selling by McGraw-Hill, 
lays it out uh, in a very slow fashion, allows uh, the investor uh, the knowledge to understand exactly how this works. And if they wanted to uh, hire a professional to do it for them, that's great. And if they'd like to do it uh, on their own, reading uh, one, two, or three of our uh, editions of our book certainly allows the investor to do that on his own. And James, can they find that book on your website? It is available on our website. Of course, uh, it's also available in many bookstores and, of course, uh, online, Amazon.com, for example. And I know there's uh, tons of other educational and helpful materials, both uh, hard copy and uh, videos, etc., on your website. And it's a very educational website. I've been on it the last few days, and uh, there's a lot to be t- to be learned from that. Charlie, it's interesting. Um, before a client becomes a client, they always have a discussion with me about how we're going to approach investing. And I'll often ask the client, um, how did you learn about us and how did you find us uh, as a brokerage? And with many clients, to my surprise, they'll tell me that they've been reading our materials for the last three or four years. Really? Yeah, I, I can believe that. There's there's plenty there. So a couple of questions before we go here, James. Number one, in regards to your strategies and your service, what keeps you awake at night? Charlie, it's interesting. As option sellers, we are actually looking for volatility. I know that's an interesting word that people hear on uh, TV programs that are following the stock market, and volatility uh, is almost something that people shy away from. This is something that we gravitate towards. What keeps me up at night is if we were to sell a sleepy market, uh, in other words, a, a commodity that hasn't moved in a long time, might attract an option seller because it seems like a very safe play uh, for selling options. In fact, it's not. Um, what would keep me up at night is selling an option on a very quiet market that hasn't moved because, as we know, uh, markets don't stay that way forever. They do get volatility, and if you were to uh, be short options in a market that hasn't moved in a long time, uh, that would be something you'd want to definitely stay away from. Yeah, and, and uh, at least on the equities market, there's less premium in there when those markets haven't been moving much here. It certainly seems that way. Um, a lot of the volatility that is in commodities doesn't always translate into the stock market, and thus premiums do seem to be quite small there, or so certainly I've been told. Yes. And question number two, uh, what book on investing would you recommend to our listeners? Well, certainly our book is something I am very um, interested in having uh, readers and listeners uh, follow. Um, Another book that I have found extremely interesting and I've learned a lot from is Get Rich with Options. Um, Once again, I I love the option approach. This book has been written by Lee Lowell, and I think it's an excellent uh, read for anyone getting interested in the option world. You know, I can echo that. I read that book several years ago. And as I recall, he's got four particular uh, strategies that he recommends. And uh, that book was very, very helpful. And, um, and, and although he, he talks about the equities marketplace, not so much the futures marketplace, but uh, I can see that all of those strategies can be applied equally validly for the futures marketplace. So what final word do you have for our listeners here, James, on optionsellers.com and on your whole approach of selling options? I think what I'd like to leave your listeners with is option selling, whether it's on the stock market or if it's in futures like we do, it allows an investor to participate in the market 
whether we're in a bull market or a bear market. So often, um, investors are really dictating their uh, returns by is the market going up or is the market going down, and we simply don't have to uh, have that uh, develop for us to uh, prosper. As a matter of fact, uh, if the stock market or commodities market is moving up, down, or sideways, if uh, an investor does learn to be an option seller, you can participate in uh, all three markets. And when the stock market is falling, that is certainly something uh, that doesn't deter us from being profitable. As a matter of fact, uh, when the markets do fall, sometimes we even do better. Yes. And uh, just like you were on the right side of the the correct side of the uh, fallen crude oil prices there. So we've got to hand it to you. Well, James, uh, best of luck to you and everyone at optionsellers.com. And it's certainly a worthy goal to help investors uh, to invest. One thing we didn't cover, just very, very briefly, James, I presume the correlate, if, if somebody is looking for a non-correlated asset to U.S. equities, I presume this would qualify. In my opinion, Charlie, selling options on commodities is a great way to diversify a portfolio, and that is why many uh, listeners and investors uh, seek us out. Yeah, yeah, and and I would uh, I, I can, would certainly concur that that would be the impetus of many investors to find you guys. So, James, thank you very much for sharing this with us today. This has been very interesting. We've been listening with J- to James Cordier of OptionSellers.com. And you've been listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. I'm Charlie Wright, and thank you very much for joining us today. You've been listening to The Strategic Investor, your source for compelling investment strategies from some of the most productive asset managers in the industry. For unique investment strategies, visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. Investing is not rocket science. Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. PartnerVest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security.